Thank you, Aaron. Well, I'm in the imagine what tomorrow would bring, but I don't know. I think we could do it today. You know, I think we keep putting it off until tomorrow. So let's imagine what today could bring, right? If we had the, the courage to imagine what we could create together. So um, we are in the midst of a whole year with our overarching theme being the courage to imagine. We're halfway through the year at this particular point in time. So to support all of you in embracing that idea, having the courage to imagine today, we have a gift for everybody, a little booklet, the Courage to Imagine booklet. And as you leave today, you're going to be invited to get your own booklet. But I wanted to start this morning with this Courage to Imagine and with a prayer that comes from this booklet. And so this prayer is about confidence. And I'd like you to just take in the words as you think about what it is to be here at Unity Spiritual Center, where we have the courage to imagine what it could be today. As I seek greater spiritual understanding and maturity, I embark on a journey of self-realization. My daily practice of prayer and meditation aligns me with the indwelling spirit. Divine mind is my mind. My commitment, faith, and confidence increase as I gain insight and a deeper awareness of my divine nature. That spark of divinity ignites my desire to live more fully and courageously, to serve joyfully, and to succeed in all ways. Can you own that? Can we own that? Living confidently with the courage to imagine what we could create today as we all come into this place of self-realization of who we are in truth and decide to live that together? possibilities are endless. And so today, we have an opportunity to celebrate community. Today is Community Sunday. We're welcoming 10 new members into our spiritual community. And one of our new members, Sally Follett, pointed out that the front of the bulletin really spoke to her. Where's Sally go? Oh, there you are. Spoke to her, right, about what this day is for her. And so right on the front of the bulletin, this is a a quote from Charles Fillmore in his book, Adam Smashing Power of the Mind. Like, don't you want to read that? I mean, wow. This is what he says. The time is at hand for those who are spiritually ripe to stand forth and realize their spiritual identity. And so what Sally was recognizing was this is her time. She is spiritually ripe. She is ready, willing, committed to step into what that means. And that is what Unity Spiritual Center exists for. Social science has shown us that we all were built as humankind. We all were built for relationships. That that we want to connect with one another, and that what we want to do is to belong somewhere with other people who also want to connect with us. So we have this desire, this hope in our heart that God has placed there, that we will find our community that we can belong to. And so one of the things that happens out in our world and in our society is that communities pop up that do that, that offer a place for belonging, but whose foundation may not be 
set with the intentions that we hold here, and so they become unhealthy communities. So an example of that might be a gang that someone joins, right? They want to belong. They're longing for that family. They're longing for that belonging. But unfortunately, those types of communities don't support this greater intention that we hold here at Unity Spiritual Center, which is that God is the only power, the only presence in the universe, and that God's desire and intention for us is that we all experience that good and know the light of God that is within us. And so we here in this community are seeking to support one another in knowing that truth and in knowing who you are and helping you to claim that spiritual identity And what I love about that idea is that so many communities that you see out in the world are about exclusivity, right? Like you can join my community as long as, you know, there's this or that, right? And it it becomes this exclusionary thing, a, a country club, if you will, right? Like you can be here with me, but not the rest of you, not the rest of you, you're not invited. So I would like us to think about Unity Spiritual Center as being a community that that doesn't take that idea that we're an exclusive community. We're an inclusive community. Everybody is welcome. Everybody gets to participate. We have people in this community that are halfway across the globe now, right? Because we have our, our live stream. Everybody turn around and wave hello to the live streamers. Hi! We're so happy you're here, right? So our community continues to expand and and to grow without walls, without borders. Everybody is a part of our community because our community is about recognizing that light of God that is within everyone, no exception. So everyone is invited to be a part of this community. We are here to to, um, live our values, community being one of our values. We value community. We value belonging. And we want to create a community that supports each one to live into that light that you are in truth. And so we do that by coming together. And the foundation for this community is another one of our values. And that is our connection to spirit. Right? So our community values connection to spirit and recognizes that as each and every one of us takes the time to connect to that divine power and presence within, we connect with one another in healthy, loving, compassionate, open, honest ways. So that's our, our foundation. We come together week after week through Sunday services, through our classes, through our activities, to connect to that spirit within and to live from that place and to invite everybody to join us in that. So what that requires from us is that we have to live into being the harmonizing power of love, which is another one of our values. We agree to be loved together. All right, so if you're like me, you think to yourself, oh yeah, God is love and I am love. Doesn't that feel good? Can you say that with me? God is love and I am love. And it feels good, doesn't it? It's so easy to sit here on Sunday mornings and to get the, the joy of that and the enthusiasm of that and to say, yes, God is love and I am love. And then we head out the doors or maybe even before we leave the doors and something, someone, somewhere, some experience pushes our button. And like that thought of God is love and I am love goes right out the window. 
Anybody else have that experience? Yeah, right? That's what that nervous laughter is about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> recognize that. Right? So what we have is a community here that agrees to practice this with one another. It's not enough to know God is love and I am love in my intellect only. Anybody can do that, right? But how can I take that that I know in my intellect and move it into my thoughts and my words and my actions so that I become the very embodiment of being love in action? So that when I am impacted either here or out there. Imagine you leave here and you're driving down 90 and all of a sudden that person cuts you off in traffic and gives you that oh-so-kind sign with their fingers. You can take a breath and say, oh, yes, I'm love. So what, what does love look like to me? How would love respond in this situation? Right? And we are a community that supports and encourages each one to do that because as we do that, we grow and become more inclusive. Can you see how, like any other response there, creates a place of exclusivity, defense, walls, boundaries, borders? we got enough of those. Right? Let's become an inclusive community. And so that just naturally takes us to yet another value that we have here, which is acceptance. If we are love in action, then we are also acceptance in action. And that comes with a bit of a a paradox, I'll tell you, because we accept everyone exactly as you are, exactly as you show up. I practice that acceptance both here at Unity Spiritual Center and outside of these walls. And I'm trusting that you're doing the same thing, right? So we accept each one wherever you show up. But in that acceptance, we also hold the knowing that God, divine mind, the the all that is in which I live and breathe and move and have my being, also has this greater picture of who I can be and who you can be. And so we're holding both. It's not an either or. It's a both and. We're holding each other in acceptance while at the same time encouraging one another to be ever more of what you are in truth. Never less than, but ever more of what you are in truth. And we hold both ideas in mind when we claim that acceptance. But everyone that walks through these doors, everyone that I meet in the world, I'm in the question of how can I simply accept you just as you are? And then what does love look like in that acceptance? One of the things that we have the opportunity to do in spiritual community is to practice this with one another, right? So, so I have a question for you. Is there anybody in here whose buttons have never been pushed here at Unity Spiritual Center? Ra- raise your hand. I see Lee. And I don't know, Lee. I'd have to question that one. <laughs> How many people has Lee pushed their buttons? <laughs> right? Right? I mean, so Mar- Margaret, no buttons ever pushed. So that's beautiful, and I, and I appreciate and love that there are those whose buttons have never been pushed. But the rest of us, including me, you know, our buttons get pushed, right? Because we're here, we're, we're having these interactions with one another. We're in community and experiencing relationship with one another. And we don't always get it right. We do sometimes forget. And so we have the opportunity here in community to practice that, and we have the most beloved community in which to do that. So that when our buttons are pushed here, it's not like we take our marbles and run. At least that's my hope that you don't do that. 
Right? Because if we can't get through these things here, we will never be able to get through it out in the world. Here, all, look around. All of these people have said, yes, this is what I want to practice. I want to be this. So we have opportunity at Unity Spiritual Center to practice love and acceptance community. So, so here's one. It's a real current one. We're serving lemonade in our community room rather than coffee. Right? Thank you, Kitchen Angels, for giving us the opportunity to be an acceptance here. Right? Now, how many of you are going, oh, I want my coffee. Right? I want my coffee. When are we getting coffee back? You know, why can't we have coffee back? Right? Guess what? We have the gift and the opportunity to practice acceptance. Because those kitchen angels in their community service, which service is one of our values, who share themselves so readily every Sunday, said, we need a break. For one, we've lost some members. And for another, we just need a break. It's summertime. Can we just serve lemonade? Now listen, all of you who are out there having trouble accepting that change, you get a gift. You get the opportunity to practice acceptance and loving those kitchen angels for having the courage, right, to voice what they needed. We need a break. Now, did anybody hear hear that that was a permanent change? No. It's for the summer. We get to have lemonade together rather than coffee. And we've been inviting you to think about, is it yours to do to become a kitchen angel? So what I want to say about that is you might be thinking to yourself, I know, I'll become a kitchen angel this summer and then we'll get our coffee back. Wrong. Right? We're giving the kitchen angels a break. They get the summer off. They get to just give us lemonade. And those of us who have coffee fixes, drink it before you come, right? And let's be in acceptance with one another and support those who give themselves so lovingly all year round. Coffee will be back. It's coming in September. No worries, right? So we get to experience practicing through changes, through things like that. So here's another one that's that's fairly current. When I came to Unity Spiritual Center, Jim White had had this vision that we would have name tags, right? He'd held that vision for a long time. And so before I came, they decided, well, this will be a great support for our new minister. Let's create these name tags so that our new minister can learn our names. Well, this is an important thing, right? If we're a community and we care about one another, do we want to know each other's names? So I want you to look around. Again, look around. Is there anybody here who knows everybody's name? Me. You know, I all know my name. But I'm, no, I don't know everybody's name. See, that's what you guys think, but I don't know everybody's name. I do pretty well there, but. So if you, we want to create a community that cares about one another. Don't you want to know what to call Joe the Eggman? Right? Yeah, I do. Right? So we we have name tags that our community came up with to support me. And some of you might be thinking, well, doesn't she know our names? Can't we get rid of these name tags already? No. Because we don't know everybody's name in here. You just proved that to me. And since we care about one another, 
Because we want to create a, a community that is based in love and acceptance. We want to know each other's names. But here's the new piece of the name tag. What's on the back of the name tag? I know some of you have noticed because you brought it up. And maybe you are the ones no longer wearing the name tags. I don't know. But what did you see? A barcode. How many of you knew there was a barcode on the back of your name tag? Oh, my goodness. Is this like revelation? The mark of the beast on the back of our name tag? Right? What is that? This makes me uncomfortable. I mean, I was okay wearing a name tag, but now what? What's the barcode about? You know, are you going to come track me down when I don't show up on a Sunday and guilt me into being here? Right? So I want to share with you that really ever since this name tag program has been in place four years now, Jim White, mostly, he's had some help along the way, but he has every week gone into an Excel spreadsheet and literally input all of that name tag information. So we've always been tracking you. (laughs) Now you simply know it. But to support him in his sacred service, right? What a, what a blessing, what a giving that he has been doing that all of this time. Can you imagine this Excel spreadsheet, what that would be like week after week? So now, because of the new software we have, it's so much easier. We put a little barcode on the back and simply scan you in. And it's not because we want to come and guilt you into not being here. But if we know that you're not here, isn't it nice that we can now realize that and reach out to you and say we've missed you? Don't we want to create a community that cares and knows about what's happening? And even with that system in place, by the way, because not everybody wears their name tag, here's the guilt. <laughs> no, we don't do guilt here. You don't have to wear your name tag, but it's helpful for this reason. Um, But even if you, in the past couple of years, we don't always know if you're not here. We don't always realize it on time. And so isn't it helpful when all of you help us with that? Right? This is your community. This community has been a community for almost 100 years. I hold the vision that this community will be a community 100 years from now. That means I am not this community. Right? It's my privilege and it's my honor to be here leading this community at this time. But this, all of you, all of us together, this is community. So pay attention. If you know that somebody's having surgery or somebody's not feeling well or somebody's been missing for a while, reach out and let us know. Stop by the concierge desk and say, hey, I haven't seen so-and-so in a while. So we can reach out because we are a community that cares about one another, that loves one another, that accepts one another. We are here to serve one another. And that's the, the fifth and final uh, value that we have here, service. We're here to serve one another. And I like to call it sacred service rather than volunteering. And that pushes buttons. Maybe your button's gotten pushed by that word, sacred service. Well, what does that mean? Can we no longer have fun volunteering? Now it's got to be this sacred thing. Right? But what do we mean by sacred service? It means that whatever I'm doing, whatever role I'm playing, whatever activity I'm involved in, I'm remembering the truth. I am a light of God, and you 
are a light of God. And I want us to meet in this moment with that remembering. So that when we serve one another, whether it's at a party or in Sunday service, we do so with the knowing that as a community, we recognize one another for who we are in truth. That's what we're about here. And we have ten beautiful lights who have said yes to that. We have our, our very tangible member benefits, you know, that are important. They're a part of our bylaws, right? What does it mean to be a member? Well, you get to vote. And that's not to be taken lightly, right? As, as a member who gets to vote, you get to help decide what is the direction of Unity Spiritual Center. Who are going to be those leaders, our board of trustees, some of whom are here today and who are amazing servers for this community, right? So we certainly uh, want to recognize that and realize that. You get to run for the board of trustees. What an honor and a privilege that is. But most of the benefits, most of what you step into by saying yes to being a member, saying yes to what Sally saw on the front of the bulletin, is more of an intangible sort of thing. And you can find it in your bulletins. Everybody has the covenant, the membership covenant. Actually, it's a community covenant. And when you say yes to being a member, what you are saying yes to is really this community covenant, which perfectly um, demonstrates all of these values that we say we hold. And so these ten today are saying yes to this. And so I want to invite those ten to come forward. I think, I think we have all ten here. We'll find out. You'll notice one thing about the ten. Um, some people noticed it last service. Where are all the men? So if you're a man sitting out there, you know, think about it. Maybe it's your time to say yes to membership. So you can get some of that male energy going up here. But we are so grateful. So two, four, six. Oh, you are all here. So we have Pat Shea, Debbie Miller, Sally Follett, Barb Krishakas, Sue Romancic, Rita Enlow, Jan Bain, Stephanie Bain, and Deb, Diane uh, Westover. Right? So those are our, our new members. They range from Sue Romantic, who's been here, I think, the longest, 11 years as a new member. Right? So you might be sitting there going, well, I've been here a while. I don't know. 11 years Sue's been here. And finally she said, yes, I'm ready. I want to commit to this community. And others who have only been here maybe this year, six months, who are so inspired by what this community is about that they said yes. Right? So we are so grateful. And we're going to start by reading our membership covenant together. And I'm going to invite all of you to do so with us. So even though you may not be a member, what I'd like you to do as we read this aloud together is to be in the question of, is this a community that I would like to participate in? Are these statements, statements that I could imagine embracing for myself so that I could develop and grow spiritually in this place, in this beloved place. So we're all going to read it together. There it's going to be, so let us go. I understand and align with the basic teachings of unity. I understand that Unity Spiritual Center is based on the life and teachings of Jesus 
and expressed through the indwelling Spirit of Christ. I make my spiritual unfoldment and relationship with God a priority in my life. I do my part to support this center's mission to empower all to embrace and express the divine as we contribute our unique gifts in an evolving world. I do my part to support the center's vision of being love in action, honoring the divine within all. I join my fellow members and congregants in participating in the creation of a loving, accepting atmosphere. I extend myself with love and warmth to newcomers, to my church home, and to those people attending whom I do not know. I include the center in my daily prayer life. I include the center in my financial planning, establishing systematic giving extended joyfully and lovingly. I serve as a volunteer, thereby demonstrating the value of selfless service to others. I speak with constructive purpose about the center and my fellow congregants. If I experience personal upset with the center or a congregant, I seek guidance from spirit, then speak with and resolve any upset with the persons involved. I recognize that my presence and participation at the center's services and activities is a contribution and gift that enhances the experience for all. As a member, I make attendance a priority. Together with my fellow members and congregants, I commit to co-creating with God the ongoing dynamic life of Unity Spiritual Center Westlake. I recognize that we help the center to expand its programs and services. As our community thrives, it blesses and serves thousands of others like myself. Through membership in Unity Spiritual Center Westlake, I honor the spirit in me and the spirit at work through our congregation.